All right, welcome to Comic Chat, episode number 41. Can't believe I'm 11 weeks away from doing this a whole year. And uh, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys for uh, listening to this um, podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Glendon McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. And I'm originally from Compton, California. Um, You can find me on Facebook, Glendon McGee. You can find me on uh, Instagram, GM3 Comedy. Um, And I just want to say I'm tremendously happy and tremendously grateful for all of you who have chosen to listen to this podcast this week and every other week that I'm casting. Um... You can find this podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. And also on this fine streaming platform called Anchor. Yes, uh, today's date is a Monday, uh, August the 2nd, 2021. Um, and I am, like I said before, tremendously happy and tremendously grateful for all you guys who are listening and thank you for um, granting me your time and uh, I am tremendously happy and tremendously grateful that I have a million listeners to this wonderful uh, podcast. Um, this week was uh, was fun for me as a comic because I actually wrote a short joke that I really like and I got to do it at two different mics and uh, I got shocked because the first uh, time I did it it got an overwhelming response and uh, I was all happy and ready to tell it at the other mic two days later I tell it at the other mic and it got kind of like a meh response like they they laughed, but it wasn't as big as it was when I did it the uh, first time. So it was, it was that was exciting because usually when I write new stuff, I baby it and I craft it and I don't tell it until I know that it's stage ready and I know that it's going to get laughs and it won't be any real work involved in telling that joke for the first time. So to to break that comfort zone and to just tell something that I wrote like uh, maybe a day before I tried it and to have it work the first time and to have it kind of half-ass work the second time was, it was, it was, it was fucked up kind of. <laughs> but it was also a learning experience because it probably was, you know, I added a word the second time I told it. So that word, I thought that it would enhance the joke. And it didn't. It's kind of like when you say something that offends an audience member. And then uh, or, or gets a big pop from the crowd. And uh, it's directed at a crowd member. And the, the crowd laughs. And then you try to stretch that laugh by... Uh, zinging them one more time but that second zing doesn't hit and it kind of pisses off the person that you zinged and they 
start looking at their phone or even get up and leave. That's kind of how it felt the the second time because I was so ready and I thought that this joke was gonna murder man I got this new joke it took me like three months of writing horrible shit to finally get it and uh it didn't do what I thought it would do so uh that was that was fun like I had a a great week of miking I only get like two mics now because our scene is so thinned out and a lot of the mics that we have here I can't get to like Tempe Tavern Plus, it starts late as fucking. I'm not trying to be out at one in the morning doing five minutes for nobody at bars anymore. I've been doing this for like almost a decade. I don't want to be out there like that. <clears throat> I guess if you say, you can say I'm less hungry, but it's kind of like I really don't. I really don't need that much tuning up. The only time I really want to get up a lot now is. If I have some new stuff that I'm really not sure of, I, then I want to get like two, three mics in, in a week or maybe four or five if I can. But I don't even think we have that many mics in in Phoenix right now. Plus, I, I'm afraid that we're going to go back into another fucking lockdown because that's what it feels like. They're just not talking about it. But I don't. I think the country. I think the government gonna try to do everything in its power, to to avoid that lockdown because, the economy can't take another hit like that. Like people are honestly getting evicted. Because of a disease. That wasn't their fault. They had nothing to do with this. Now they're gonna be on the street. Because the government just said. We, uh, we've done all we can do. While we steadily, we burn old bills every year. We take the bills that are no longer in circulation and we just burn them. But the government can't look out for us when they fuck up some shit. Because no human being that is not a government official... The average human being in America had nothing to do with this pandemic, yet we have to pay a price for it. Whether it be not being able to eat, not being able to work, now not even being able to live. People are homeless because of some shit they had nothing to do with. Shit is crazy. Uh, but that, like, brings me, like, to my first topic, which really has nothing to do with that. I just feel like that's kind of fucked up, you know, that people are being evicted from their homes because of a disease they had nothing to do with. Like, you lose your job first, now you, you lose your home. But, you know, I'm praying for those people and and I know that the universe loves and supports each of those people and they're going to be okay. I, I speak positivity over every person that is being evicted during this time and I know that you guys are going to financially recover and be financially free and be able to find another 
place to live. I speak that right now in the name of our great creator that is going to happen. You know, because this is a, this pandemic is doing more than just killing people with sickness. It's killing people in many other ways. And that's probably adding on to the potency of the disease is that the people that get it are already stressed to the fucking core. Because stress and uh, anger and and fear, that all weakens the um, immune system. And it makes you more susceptible to diseases. The frequency of sickness and the frequency of disease, it opens you up to that. That's why I really don't like to watch the news because they kind of just, they, they shoot the gloom at you. They shoot the bad stuff at you. And, that, and after a while, after a, enough of a you listening to that, you start to believe it is truth. And then once it becomes a truth to yourself, you start to attract that vibration into your life. So I tried not to uh, watch so much news and so much media. But my first topic is spiritually do your own work. Because a lot of people, they want to uh, have a quick fix to things. Like, oh, they want to, instead of actually like meditating, they want to like take a drive somewhere. Now, you can't meditate and drive at the same time. Because your mind is focused on driving. You can't fully quiet your mind in the middle of driving. Or else you might run into a tree or hurt someone. You know, so, you know, you need to do your own work. You need to sit there by yourself or with a group of people or with however you choose to do it. With quiet and maybe uh, some sounds, some, some nature sounds, or like a mantra, or maybe a, a resonance tone, or something like that going on in the background. Or you could just have it totally quiet, and close your eyes and breathe for 20 minutes. Like, and then we sit there and we think, once we, are pre, once we reach uh, a point of spirituality that... We don't have to do anything. All we have to do is ask and then it'll just manifest itself. No, there's certain things that you have to do, like prepare yourself for your manifestation. Show the universe that you truly desire this uh, thing that you wish to manifest. Because a lot of us, we say we want things, but then when it comes to like making certain sacrifices to, to uh, manifest those things, we don't want to do it. Like, you have to show the universe, if you want, like, a person, if you're trying to get a mate or something, you got to show the universe that you're ready for that mate. And you, uh, especially if you pick the person, because you can attract anyone that you desire. It's just that, you know, your your attraction power has to be strong enough, and then they have to be uh, on the in the same vibration so that you guys can uh, energetically match, but... 
if you're trying to get a person, you got to show the universe that you desire that person. You got to, like, have pictures of that person around. You got to talk about that person when, you know, when you're alone. You got to not uh, show interest in uh, any type of sexual interest in anybody else. Because the universe is is, uh, watching everything you do. And everything you do has a frequency and it goes up into the uh the great creative realm and uh it comes back down and to whatever you really desire in your heart so it, with anything that you want to attract you got to show the universe and you got to do your own work can't be out there listening to other people trying to look for shortcuts listening to these uh these so-called gurus and, and, and motivational speakers and life coaches and shit. Because half those motherfuckers don't even follow the shit that they preach. They just try to prey upon people who don't want to think for themselves or don't want to do their own work in order to maintain a profit. So you got to do your own work. That means you got to read books or whatever it is you choose to do spiritually to um, express uh, your belief in a greater realm than this, you got to do it yourself. Not saying you can't take advice from other people, but when it comes down to the actual uh, searching and seeking, you got to do that because everybody is not going the same way. You know, everybody is not on the same journey. Everybody has a different journey. So you have to find yours. And you have to find a way to walk your walk uh, in the way you're supposed to walk it. Because nobody can tell you how to walk your walk. You got to, you know, figure that out for yourself. So do your own work. Also... If you're having problems with finding your uh, path, sometimes you got to ask yourself, am I living with purpose or am I living for my urges? Because a lot of us, man, like, like uh, I forget who said it, because like, we come back to live on earth. This is not the only life we get. This is probably not the only life we've had. We're just not a... a we're no longer aware of those previous lives, but I heard some monks say that the reason why life is uh so difficult is because few of us like a lot of us come back to live, but few of us come back to learn and and I think that is that is so true and that's that brings the question of like, are you living with purpose? Or are you living for your urges? Because a lot of people, we just living for like a car and a house and a so-called like good life, so that we can have some sense of superiority of over other human beings. But that's just that's not our purpose for living. That is not what's supposed to give our life meaning because those are just things, and they cannot love you. They cannot love you. They can only satisfy a uh, egotistical desire. 
So if that's what you're living for, then you're really living for nothing. It's like you got to find your purpose. Maybe your purpose is to to be positive, a, a positive person, you know, an uplifting person. Maybe, um, maybe your purpose is to take care of nature. Maybe your purpose is to take care of, you know, animals. Maybe your purpose is to, you know, build something that will help others. But I think that a lot of us just live for our urges because our urges are always being put in our face. Like commercials, sex. Like sex is a billion dollar industry. But spirituality is nowhere to be found. A lot of people make a mockery of what spirituality is. But you you offer somebody some sex. It's like, oh yeah. We'll break our necks to uh, satisfy our lust. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm like against sex or anything. Because I'm not. Sex is a great thing. But I think that our focus is a little too much on sex. Because a lot of us don't even know what we're doing. And that's why... Most of us can't even keep a relationship together. Everybody all lonely. You got the trash can tender. You know, you find everybody in them your everybody in their mama on Tinder. Or some other uh dating site. Trying to find like love where lust live. Cause the purpose of them sites is just to get you instant gratification. It's a hookup site. They try to advertise love on it, but you're not trying to, you're not finding no love. You're finding another uh, emotionally damaged person who hasn't uh, faced up to the fact that they have traumas and let alone try to deal with their trauma. That's what you find on like Tinder. And I know some people be like, well, I know somebody that got married off of Tinder. Well, that's uh, the law of averages. Like, some people may find somebody on Tinder, but a lot of people aren't going to find anyone. They're just going to find someone for that night. And that's kind of like the, uh... That's kind of the, the model for this uh, generation is, uh... Tooted and booted or whatever. I know that's kind of a dated reference, but I just think it's funny, so that's why I said it. Uh, hit it. Then split it, you know. And I don't even think it's an it. <laughs> I don't even think it's an it. I don't even know if relationships even exist. Because even people who are in relationships, they got to worry about cheating and all that uh, unfaithfulness. And it just, it makes no sense. I don't, I don't even understand. And then it seems like they're doing everything in their power to drive a wedge between men and women. It's really not... Uh, colored people it's white people messing with each other but black people want to be involved in everything so we involve ourselves cause that whole me too and then toxic masculinity that is those are two white issues that is issues of, of white men and white women but black people want to stick their fucking nose in it like we really, like, they really give a shit about what we do 
sexually with each other. Even though I do think that they, uh, they want to see most black men gay. Because I think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I ain't going to even say why. Because it's just, it's just weird. I just think they, 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 they want to see most of us gay. Because I noticed that we argue about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. But we don't argue about two females. We don't have two females like Beyonce and Serena or, or somebody like, or something like that. We don't have a who, who's finer, who's prettier, who's the baddest out of these two black women. Or not even black women, women period. But we argue about LeBron and Kobe and, and, and Jordan. Seems kind of gay. And I'm just saying, if that's your choice, then that's your choice. But I don't think anybody should be uh, influenced. If they don't know, they should be allowed to not know what they are sexually until they discover it on their own. They shouldn't have uh, any coaxing. So it's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's living, are you living for your, or living with purpose or living for your urges, man? That's something that you really got to think about. And you really got to come into terms with before you can... Uh, Move on spiritually because if you don't let go of the old life that you used to live and, and find purpose in the new life that you're seeking to live, then you're just going to end up going back to your old life because you're going to feel like, why did I even make all these changes or why did I even open up this uh, side of myself? So check that. Are you living with purpose? Are you living for your urges, man? And um let go of yesterday. This is something that I am trying to, I am really trying to practice because I have a, a, a problem with uh, holding on to things and dwelling on things. And I bring even, even little petty dumb shit. People could say, somebody could say a little dumbass statement and it could be so dumb and irritating to me that I'll spend two or three days thinking about it when I should have just left it in the day in which I heard it. So that is something that I'm I'm learning I'm trying to teach myself how to do is to let go of yesterday, even if it's something small and insignificant from yesterday. I just want to learn how to let it go because that's nothing but ego trying to convince you to to perceive life its way so that you won't see the truth and that you continue living in a way which serves yourself instead of serving your spirit and the greatest good of uh, greater good of everyone so let go of yesterday because a lot of the stuff we be trying to hold on to it don't even be it don't even be important and then let alone the uh, little importance that it has after a certain amount of time you don't even remember what you was holding on to and then 
if you continue to hold on to it, it ain't going to change the situation. It ain't going to change what that person did or whatever happened. You're just going to get old holding on to that shit. Like a kid that has a balloon and it got popped. And the kid can't accept the fact that the balloon is no more. So he just holds on to the string. And some of us will hold on to that busted balloon for like 60 years. Be all old and decrepit. Still mad at the same person who can't even remember what they did to make you mad. You barely can remember what they did to make you mad yourself. But this is of such importance. That you hold on to this anger. That you don't even realize that. You donating valuable time off of your life. To radiate this uh, meaningless energy. It doesn't do anything to help anyone. It just keeps you in the same spot. Just keeps you in the same spot. And it keeps you serving your ego. Which don't even care about you. Ego don't care about you. It, it serves you in certain ways. It give you it give you that extra confidence when you when you need it if you can control it. The ego is a part of you, so it does have a purpose. You're just not supposed to let it run the whole joint. Because the ego is the most insecure part of you. It's what causes insecurity and it is what causes uh foolish beef for foolish things to happen. Because it has those, it creates those thoughts. Oh, look, he trying to play you. Oh, he think you stupid. Oh, man, he think he, he better than you. What you going to do? You going to let him do you like that? That's how the ego talk. So that's why it's not, you know, that important that you listen to everything your ego say. Because your ego is misleading. Especially if you don't have control of it. So... Let go of yesterday because the past is unchangeable. Whatever happened, happened. And no matter how many you, times you put it on instant replay or you try to revisualize it, you can't go back. Life is always moving forward. You can stagnate, you can stagnate, and you can hold yourself stagnant. You can stagnate. I said it twice, too. You can hold yourself stagnant and not move. Or you can go forward. But the one thing you can't do is go back. The only time you, the only chance, the only time you go back is in your own mind. And that's just you going back to what happened. You just reviewing what happened in your head over and over. You're not changing anything. So. That's why you should let go of yesterday. Because the past. Is unchangeable. Once it happened. It's over. It's kind of like what they say to quarterbacks. When they throw interceptions. You got to have a short memory. Each day. Should be brand new. Each day should bring brand, be brand new, should not have any of the same issues or any of the same disturbances or negative uh, things that you encountered on the, on the previous day. You should not bring into the next day. 
because you need to alleviate that energy. You don't want it to to be living and moving in your current reality, in your present life, because it will cause you to attract things you do not desire, and it will kind of turn your whole uh, life topsy-turvy, and you won't understand why certain things are happening. It's because you're still holding on to negative energy, allowing it to amplify itself in your present reality. So, the past is unchangeable. And uh, I think this will be like, well, now, I think that's, I'll end, you know, the topics right there. Uh, but we got the, the Olympics going on. The U.S. is doing surprisingly not as good as, as most years as far as gold medals. We got a lot more silvers. We have a lot more freak accidents happening, like the women's relay team being disqualified for a handoff um, malfunction. That happened, I think, in 96 or something like that. That happened, too. They got eliminated. That wasn't the first time, but... I'm not a big fan of the Olympics. I really don't get it. Uh, the only thing I really like is all the sports, all the the sports that they don't show on TV, like fencing and equestrian and things like that, because it's a chance to learn rules to games that you don't see all the time. But um, the Dodgers took two or three from the D-backs after losing two of three to the Giants. Right now, I don't know what this team is going to do, but I'm, uh, they're heading into Houston tomorrow to, to play the Astros, and I'm hoping that they can repeat. They also got a Cy Young Award winner and arguably the best pitcher in baseball, Matt, Max Scherzer, in a trade last week at the deadline. They got Trey Turner, also all-star shortstop in that... Uh, trade deadline so it looks like they got some valuable pieces the infield will be solid hopefully that this the bullpen that is like the weakest part of the team is always the weakest part of the team because they won't get rid of Kenley Jansen I freaking hate Kenley Jansen because he always blows the saves and he's only he only got like two pitches like a cut fastball and a four-seam fastball. I think he got a slider, but that's the pitch that he can never locate. It is terrible, but uh, hopefully the second half of the season will be uh, fruitful for my Dodgers and we can bring home another uh, championship to Los Angeles and uh, add to our illustrious winning in Los Angeles because that's what we do. Because uh, the Lakers acquired... Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard uh, rejoined the Lakers. And Trevor Ariza, which I don't understand that move. Because Trevor Ariza was on the first championship team that Kobe Bryant ever won. Uh, The first championship that Kobe Bryant ever won, Trevor Ariza was on that team. And that was uh, 20... Almost 23 years ago, 99, 2000, and I guess that's, you know, I guess you can't 
have enough veteran players, but I don't understand signing somebody that's like my age right now. I think he's a little older than me. I think he may be like 41 or something like that, Trevor Ariza. Uh, but I heard that Chris Paul is going to sign with the Suns for four years, $120 million. I think that's a lot of money for somebody pushing 40. I know he had a wonderful year last year, but I don't think it's $120 million good. I know they went to the finals, but that was mostly due to Fortune and uh, Devin Booker. But um, I think, I guess if that's what the Suns think they have to do to go back to the finals, I guess that's good on them. Look at my team signing Trevor Ariza. Like, <laughs> he was a great defensive player and he, and he had a... a he had a serviceable offensive game back in the day, but I think my man is old. Hopefully, I'm wrong, but I don't know. Well, anyway, this has been Comic Chat number 41. Number 41. Comic Chat number 41. That was kind of shaky. I'm having kind of a shaky ending to this, to this podcast, but it's because I'm hot. This is hot as hell in my room right now because I got my fan off. And that's why you don't have the annoying ticking that was on the last episode because I forgot to turn my fan off before I started recording. But this has been Comic Chat number 41. I am your host, Glendon McGee. You can find me on Facebook, Glendon McGee, the young guy, not the older guy because the older guy is my dad. Um, GM3 Comedy on Instagram, at GM3 Comedy on Instagram. You can find me there. Uh, I just want to say I'm extremely happy, extremely grateful for all of you. I'm tremendously happy and tremendously grateful for all the listeners that I have. And I am tremendously happy and tremendously grateful that I I have a million listeners to this wonderful podcast uh, right now. Um, You can find this podcast on Spotify. Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. <laughs> um, this is awesome, man. I just want to say thank you uh, to you guys one more time for listening to this podcast. I am truly grateful for you allowing yourselves to experience my craziness for like 35 minutes every week. And uh, I'll see you again next week. Until next time, I love you all and goodbye.